it's starts as a beach destination like resort and dining destination but when you explore and you have time to especially when you do a lot of, a long stay you can find things to do that even i that i've been here for 20 years i haven't discovered everything yet. because these things are like puppies of the size of a building find out what our special guest describes as puppies but the size of buildings on episode number 16 of the travel podcast Welcome back to the Travel Podcast. And on this episode, Steve and Lauren are discovering there is a lot more to Cancun than meets the eye. Our special guest talks about the rich Mayan culture, exploring Tulum, the underwater cenotes, local tips, and much, much more. Plus, Lauren talks about her time as cabin crew. Before we head over to Steve, Lauren, and our special guest, a reminder about our fantastic sponsor, Not Just Travel, where holidays are made even better thanks to their award-winning travel consultants and their new book and relax guarantee, giving you that peace of mind when booking your next travel plans. Make sure to check them out at notjusttravel.com. Now let's head over to your host, Steve, introducing Lauren and our special guest on episode 16 of The Travel Podcast. To the Travel Podcast. Travel Podcast. Today's most exciting travel destinations. Brought to you by people with a real passion for travel. Great holiday ideas, real reviews, practical advice, and all the best deals in one simple podcast. The Travel Podcast. Now, here is your host, Steve Witt. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Travel Podcast. It's a brilliant one for you today. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But if you didn't know, this is the podcast which aims to inspire you and give you ideas and tips to help you travel the world as soon as we're allowed to. Like I say, it's a great one today. We're going to be heading off to the sunshine and we have a special guest we'll introduce shortly. My co-host today is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. And we're also joined by a live studio audience sat uh, quietly in the background, uh, ready to filled questions at us so do feel free to ask questions as we go if you have any i'm sure you will this is a fantastic destination we're going to be talking about today so lauren where are we talking to or where are we heading off to today today we are off to the beautiful cancun in mexico so i have been there lucky enough to go with work hard work it was but you've been a few times as well haven't you I have. Mine's been with work, but probably a little bit different to yours. So the times that I've been to Cancun is actually when I was cabin crew. So I've done quite a few trips there, but for 24 hours at a time, which sounds a little bit crazy, but that's what it was. So you were cabin crew for how long? Um, Two years. I'm nosy about these things. So um, cabin crew must be a fascinating job. It is absolutely fascinating. It's an incredible, incredible job. Um, not quite as glamorous as people may think, but... Well, don't shatter the illusion. I won't. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's absolutely incredible. It's an amazing job. So what's the... Uh, I'm sure there's lots of questions people ask cabin crew or all the stuff that we all want to know, but we're probably too scared to ask. So give us a fact or something we probably don't know. So quite a few people, they may or may not know. Um, so on the bigger aircraft, so I particularly was on the Boeing 787 Dreamliners, which are beautiful aircraft. At the back towards the end galley, you've got a door, which a lot of people mistake for the bathroom, but it's actually the door which goes up to a little upstairs, which is where you have tiny little beds for the crew to sleep when you're on long flights. But Ooh. yeah, a lot of 
people think it's like a door to a bathroom or something, but no, it's our little beds. Did you ever get uh, strange guests, unexpected guests? No, you can't get into it. There's a code to get into it, but people did give it a try. And are there any secrets to getting better service on planes from the air air team, air crew? Be nice to your crew. Um, Bring sweets for your crew. That's a top tip. If you bring sweets for them, a little bag of like a chocolate or something like that, you will be their favourite person, I tell you. It's a tiny little gesture, but it goes a long way, especially on those deep night flights and you need a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a sugar rush, try it and see. Excellent. And so you've said you've been to Cancun a number of times for literally 24 hours is that normal because it's i mean it's quite a long flight it is a very long flight um yeah so the cancuns they were 24 hours and that was literally in cancun as well so you'd land and you'd have your transfer to the airport and things like that and you'd get pickups the next day um but then on some of the trips we'd have week-long trips so it really varied to be honest with you but the 24-hour ones they were tough okay so we're going to introduce our guest in a second but if you had to sum up mexico cancun how would you say in like just a couple of words just beautiful out of this world the beaches are incredible it's probably a few more words but unless you go there it's really hard to explain you've just got everything there you really do so a great time then to bring in our special guest for today now this person is joining us live from mexico right now so there's a bit of a satellite delay he says over the internet um but uh, welcome to luis hi thank you for inviting me now, I'm not even going to pre- try and pronounce your, your full name, but just for the listeners, um, your full name, please, if that's okay, because I think it sounds fantastic. And a quick sort of little bit about yourself so everyone knows who you are. Well, f- full name is Luis Humberto Carreño Carranza. So that's as Mexican as can get, right? And me, I've been living here in this destination for 13 years now. So I, I, it's more than 24 hours a time. So that's a, that's a good thing over that. Um I work as a director of sales in, in uh, chain resorts, AM resorts, and now I'm here very excited to talk a little bit more about what to expect because there is a lot more than meets the eye when you come here to, to the Cancun area. So I have to confess, I went there with work, like I say, I was lucky enough to take about 25 to 30 uh, travel consultants, uh, so I was sort of hosting the group, I'd never been before. Um, didn't really know what to expect. I sort of, I guess I had in my head this very touristy sort of location. I was blown away. Um, but for anyone who's not been before, let's sort of start with the basics. Um, where is it in the world and how long would it take to get there? Well, um, we are in the north part of Mexico. So it's, a, it's an area called as the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, this is uh, very close to, to Central America. Well, this is a long flight. This is <laughs> a 10-hour flight from Europe. Uh, in average, but the good thing is, is we have a lot of connectivity. So the, the, a lot of direct flights, a lot of connectivity. And one thing on the conception is Cancun, because it's the Cancun airport, but the destination has more places like Playa del Carmen, there is a city, Tulum, uh, on what is named as the Riviera Maya, where all the hotels are in there. So that's a lot of, uh, Cancun is the name of the of the airport and the first city, but now it's it's more than that today. So for, for anyone who's not been before, never really considered a destination, um, why do you think people choose or should choose to, to head there? Well, I think as Lauren says, the beach is amazing, right? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a jungle part. It's not uh, as a city. It's, it's still very raw. So you can see a lot of green, a lot of uh, uh, nature here. 
but it also has ancient history. One of the civilization, Mayan civilization was here. And there is something a lot of natural beauty, like the cenotes. On, it's, it's, starts as a beach destination like resort and dining destination but when you explore and you have time to especially when you do a lot of, a long stay you can find things to do that even i that i've been here for 20 years i haven't discovered everything yet so i'm seeing some of the comments coming in from the the studio audience and uh, people have been there and absolutely love it so straight away everyone's just you know clearly love the destination so we're going to talk more about the where you can stay what you can do um but where should we start lauren what should we talk about first um sorry sorry (laughs) it was to me no no you're fine you can hurry on well i think we one thing that we can mention is history right um the, in the area here in the Yucatan Peninsula, and especially here in the in the Cancun Riviera Maya, we have the Mayans. This is a Mesoamerican civilization, uh, pre Columbian, and they were like high tech, extraordinary with numbers, architecture, mathematics. Their calendars makes a lot of sense more than the way the one that we use now. And well, you can say what how that relate to travel? Well. Where they left some beautiful, beautiful uh, archaeological sites are somewhere very close to the hotels. Somewhere you had to go further, but one of those is Chichen Itza, right? One of the new recognized wonders of the world. So that's that's where I always want to start. Uh, it was always one of the places that I'd wanted to visit, but on my on my fleeting visit, I didn't have time to do. So I've always recommended people if you go to Mexico, you have to see Chichen Itza and learn about the history behind it. It looks just incredible. Now, I confess I'm not the history buff, but paint a picture for me. Is that the the sort of things we see in the films and the the, the fantastic sort of buildings? Yes, we have uh, the Chichen Itza Tower. It's one of the architectural wonders of the world. But they also have small places like Escobá. They have like a, 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 an enormous pyramid. Then the ruins at Tulum. They used to be the gate uh, from boats to come to the to where they get sources from from the outside and it's next to the ocean so you got you go to a archaeological site that's next to the beach and it's just a matter of, of want to see something different right especially when you live in a city or a big city when you, know, you want to go to escape you can really escape into the jungle so we sort of sorry lauren go no you're fine steve you carry on so th- this is like architectural wonders it's the big gray sort of um pyramids like you've said and the the mayan culture uh, you've said is sort of you know, it's the ingenious sort of culture that, that um, came about, but just suddenly disappeared, didn't it? Well, we, we got colonized. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, it's as simple as that, I guess. But yeah. they, they live a lot of heritage. A lot of people, even in the hotel, they speak the language. They speak okay. Maya. As, as you go to the south, there's still a lot of uh, people that, and food too. So there's some great recipes that they left for us. So we have to be thankful for that. <laughs> Louisa, something I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, but the cenotes that you have over in Mexico, obviously, I think a lot of people have seen photos of them, but don't necessarily know what they are. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah, the, the, the word cenote. The word cenote, and it's come from a Mayan word that I'm not going to even try to pronounce, so we're good. We're in the same boat here. Uh, it's a natural pit. It's a sinkhole. Uh, it's a result where the a collapse of the limestone bedrock that happened here in the peninsula. A lot of, like I've been researching and a lot of uh, researchers think that it was created with the meteorite that hit the earth 65 million years ago. So that's something <laughs> to check that out, to Google it, to, to prove me wrong maybe. 
Uh, but this was uh, taken by the Mayans as sacred places because they are beautiful. You, you are talking about an underground cave, stalactites, stalactites uh, that sometimes get connection through it, through the ocean. They are maybe covered in a cave. Sometimes they are open to the, uh, to, to the sun. And it's a beautiful place to go. And it's fresh water. It's not, it's not water from the ocean. And it's a, it's a connectivity that goes through all the system. There is a system so you can easily find commercial cenotes, 30, 50 cenotes, you name it. Like, and if you go deeper into the jungle again, you go to the to Yucatan Peninsula, you can find so many others. So that's something that, uh, that was not left by the Mayan, that was left by the earth. But they do they they use it as a sacred uh, places. Some say they used to sacrifice people, but we're not gonna go there. <laughs> this is thousand and thousand years ago, so I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. And can you swim through them? Yes, you you it's you have tours. You can take a tour that you want to take you to some of them, or you can go by yourself. There's an entrance fee. They give you uh, your equipment for snorkeling. That is the most popular thing, or you can just decide to go as a uh, to just get a splash when it's a hot day, right? If you're mainly if you're a local, you, you go for a couple of hours and you go back and find somewhere to, to have lunch. But if you're a diver, you're a professional diver, this, they say this is like a magical experience because their connectivity. Have a, a crazy friend here that go for kilometers without a breathing space. So they had to take like 14 tanks just to go to find one kilometer. It's, I will never do that. If you're a professional listening, I, I, I would advise because he said that this is like a unique experience to be down there. So I'm guessing, Lauren, you, you've not been to a cenote before? No, I've not quite had time for that one. So definitely recommend it. I know we went, we did a sort of day trip, and um, I know you can stay at the hotel and go in the pool or go in the sea. Um, so why bother to, to go into the jungle to go for a swim? But oh my God, what an experience. Um, loads of the different cenotes we, we went to and very safe. The snorkeling is something special. You have to do it. Uh, but we ended up having lunch in the jungle with a sort of locals. Um, now, this may be very specific to the one we went to, but uh, I love hot food. But wow, I had the hottest thing ever on this planet. What might that have been? Yeah, well, you're talking about one of the hottest pepper on earth, <laughs> the habanero. <laughs> possibly, yes. Well, it's the second hottest next to the Indian. And this is like you, you see a, a person that is from here and they take a bite and then one chili at a time. That's that how crazy it gets here. It, it was a bit of a challenge because everyone said that they love hot food. But wow. Um, yeah, we were all just guzzling drink like there was no tomorrow afterwards. I think I'll miss that one out. Go on, Lauren. No, I was going to say, um, you mentioned earlier, obviously, Cancun's the main area where people fly into in the kind of the main city. But there are quite a few different regions where you can stay now. And people may have heard of like Playa del Carmen, um, where you've got the Fifth Avenue District. And you mentioned Tulum. What are kind of the main areas that people can go to stay? Well, uh, just put like a, a, a background on, on this, because uh, I hear uh, about going to the jungle. Most of the places are in the main road of this Riviera Maya. You're going to see it's a straight line, uh, 120 kilometers uh, long. I know we use kilometers here, but that's, <laughs> that's how long the, the, the Riviera Maya 
it's it's long and a lot of the cenotes and all the cities that I want to mention they're the same straight line. If you want to go to Chichen Itza and then you can find like if you go deeper into the jungle, that's what I was mentioning, you find a lot of stuff too, like even cities, uh, very beautiful cities. But right there from your resort, wherever you stay in the Cancun or Riviera Maya, you're gonna find the towns of Puerto Morelos, that is it's close to the airport. Then you go to Playa del Carmen, that it was a fisherman place and now it's trendy chic place with name big name stores and you can find bars restaurants nightlife uh, or you can go to tulum Hakumal. there are still relatively small towns that they are focused more on the beach and, and small restaurants and these places like cenotes like you can you can go to a cenote or to a lagoon 20 minutes 15 minutes from your resort depending where you're staying so that's also the beauty like if you want to do a day trip you can do a day trip to chichen itza to one of the biggest uh, archaeological site, but if you want to just visit the city or one of the, the, the destination within the destination, it's going to take you half an hour, 20 minutes, depending where you're staying. So you could stay in any of the resorts really and still be able to go for days out and kind of go and visit the main attractions? Yes, yeah, you can You can either do a day trip that starts early in the morning and then, or you can go to have lunch or dinner at one of these towns. I, I, I do, I go... Every weekend I just switch, right? One weekend I stay in Playa where I live. The other weekend I go to Puerto Morelos because the fish, there's a, a the fish uh, company there, the, the association of, of, of fishermen is very good there. So you go to the restaurants. Then the other day you go to the Tulum town or the Tulum fish coastline that trendy now it's hip they have stores they have the jungle style jungle style sorry but still trendy and expensive <laughs> i can say that That's, so don't expect like because it's a small town it's gonna find the very prices sometimes it's not like that and tulum's got kind of the more like boutique artistic hotels hasn't it kind of smaller than what you could expect maybe in the riviera maya yes um it has some, some of them are considered even museums they are working a lot of the of, of the architecture and they went for a market that are famous people and they hit it off. So it's a lot of uh, it's a celebrity destination that no, not many people know. I'll add that one to the list. Is it just because he, he said celebrities? Yeah, I love a good little celeb spot. <laughs> <I> Google it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and is there a sort of one that's more popular than the others or one that's sort of more popular for the uh, the Brits compared to the Americans or? I guess you can find uh, different scenarios for the Britain. I, I, I lost, for example, I work at, at a hotel that is Dreams to Loom Resort Spa. So it's still a resort. I'm not in that coastline. So it gives you the possibility to be in your resort, your pool, your all-inclusive, but then you get close to, to that area. So you don't have to to spend all your money to stay a week, maybe in Tulum, right? But it's still very virgin. So the Britons definitely looks a lot to that experience and that gets you close to the ruins, that gets you close to cenotes. Um, if you go to Playa del Carmen, you start getting more stores, more restaurants, more bars, more shopping. And if you get to Cancun downtown or Cancun Hotel Zone, you're gonna find Paris. So Lauren, I don't know if you, you do know Coco Bongo, right? I know Coco Bongo. I haven't been on one of my trips. The crew did go, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it after a long flight and then go to Coco Bongo's all night and fly home. I just couldn't do it. But I've seen the videos. It looks mad. Well, it is. It is. And that's 
it's it, like again you have everything for everyone it, and nightlife here it's is is good i'm not saying there is no life nightlife in tulum or playa but cacun definitely you have five six of the most popular bar there everything together so <laughs> it's crazy there and so i guess what you're saying is tulum is brilliant for the small boutique the quieter holidays whereas Playa de Carmen might be more if you're wanting shopping nightlife more more life I think Playa del Carmen is, is a middle ground between Cancun and Tulum right and then you have a small town like Puerto Morelos that's a very small town there's just one plaza with some restaurants there or Acumal that is just an access to the beach that is beautiful Acumal name is a place of the turtles so you're going to expect to see some turtles when you are on that bay so that's why it became very popular they have a, a lagoon there. It's called, it's called Lagoon of Jalcu, and some restaurants. Far there's, there's with this bar uh, that there's a they put uh, above. They put like in, in, like in, next to the palm tree. You have seating area, and they they put a bucket of beers, and they put it like a pole to, to send it to you. <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> things they have there. Sounds fun. So the great thing, one of the great things about. Um, Cancun is such a choice of places to stay. Um, obviously, you're from a, a fantastic uh, hotel. We'll talk about resort. We'll talk about in a moment. But how do you choose which hotel is a great place to stay? Well, I think um, everyone is a, has a fantastic hotel, right? There is a, a lot of options depending what you want to do. Most most of the hotels, the hotels the most popular is still the all inclusives. Uh, that's AM Resort has. Uh, all-inclusive only in, in the entire destination, and you can find it in everywhere, Cancun, Tulum, Acumal, Puerto Morelos, everything there. How to choose? I guess I, how we choose everything. We just read, we hope that we have a, a good aspect, you have social media, you have uh, review sites that's going to tell you what, what at the end of the day, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go for what you like the most, or what you feel confident. Location is a very important, that's why it's, uh, you see Tulum, you want to see more quiet or if you want to go outside. If you're going to decide only for the hotel, then you see what are the amenities and the and what is in inside the hotel and what they offer you as value. So do many people just go and stay in the resorts and never leave? Not not much of the Britons. I got yeah. I had to say that they they I, I try to talk a lot. I, I, I always have my coffee in the morning in the cafeteria. It's I, <laughs> it's great for me and that's my my place to talk to, to more clients. Where I find someone from, from the UK, they always say, oh, yeah, we have plans to go outside. Yeah, we want to go to somewhere outside. I think it's because of the length of stay. I, say, I, I came all the way here for 10 hours, 12 hours. So I'm going to do something, right? When they are uh, like Americans, they are a four-hour, three-hour flight. So it's just like three-day stay, uh, like relaxing, drinking at the pool and having uh, very good dinners. So there is obviously a lot to do in the hotels. I mean, some of the, the hotels are fantastically big in a good way um so dreams tulum resort and spa that's uh you know part of what you represent tell us a little bit about that yes uh we are a 400 uh, 30 rooms hotels spread out a lot of gardens for the one who do want to stay at the hotel they have tons to do we have a spa we have uh on the pool we have entertainment all day we have a room service a la carte dining we have shows every single night. We, we don't get to Cocobongo, but we are decent <laughs> to, to have some amenities. It's a family resort. It's a family-oriented resort uh, fo focused on the luxury uh, brands. So that gives you a good mix of, of fun, and then you feel pampered. 
the, our main goal is to pamper our guests, to fill them, that they were satisfied with the vacation, that they went to have more and come back and try maybe other of the hotels in all the destinations. So I'm guessing, I mean, we're talking all inclusive. Um, a lot of us might sort of be used to that sort of traditional, stereotypical holiday in Spain, all inclusive, watered down beer type, um, sort of, like I say, stereotypical view, but it's not like that uh, at your hotel, is it? No, we, what make famous AM Resorts and Rift Saloon Resorts and Spa is that we went from all inclusive to unlimited luxury. So you don't expect to be having lines and on the reservation list for restaurants. Every restaurant is open, uh, first comfort serve. Uh, we don't have any measure or, or limitation on the on the on the meals or the place or the stay or, or where you want to eat. You can start with one restaurant and go to the other. Mini bar is included. Safeguard. There is no safeguard fee. There is no table fee. The only thing that you actually want to do if you want to do more is a nice bottle of wine that is not in the selection. We have a good selection of, of, of red wines, white wines, or you want to do a spa, right? So this is a special or additional service that you can you can find over here. But other than that, you don't want to find any hidden fees. Room service is 24 hours. It is also included. So it, when you, you are willing to all inclusive, you are going to see that it's that. It's not just a meal plan or something similar. Not not familiarized with the Spain, but I, I, I see what you're going <laughs> with the comment. And am I right in saying as well, um, you don't have to have wristbands, do you? You don't have to have wristbands because uh, uh, there is no restriction or, or differentiation with all our guests. So that's the major plus. And then you just have to mention your room number whenever you go to any of the outlets uh, to go to, to eat. And beverage, there are brand premium liquor in all the bars and they are made in front of you. It's not like uh, you have to, something that you don't even know what it is, right? It's, they can serve it the way you like it. Same with food. Like if you see something in the menu in the entrance, it's not limited to one entrance. If you want to see the sixth entrance one day, go ahead, just ask for that. Don't waste. <laughs> but that, but you can, or you can even start in one restaurant and then go to another. The same night, the Italian, the French, and then they go to the Mexican. You want the dessert over there, so there's no limitation of that. And I mean, the resort itself. You, you said there's a large number of rooms, but just looking at the photos on on the website, it looks so spacious. It's right on the seafront uh, or on the beach. Um, it doesn't look like you're going to be on top of everyone. It looks like so much space. We have the luck to be within the area of the Natural Park of Tulum. So that comes with uh, a lot of requirement from the government to, to have our lush areas. So yes, we are a spread out hotel with 3,000 types of plants wow. in the resorts, but it uh, is uh, Hacienda, Mexican Hacienda style, but we have the pool, we have swim out room, we have uh, a little plaza, we have a little chapel there. Uh, also, too, that we have uh, inside the property. Then you have the uh, eight restaurants, five bars. So there's a lot of things you can find. And of course, I haven't mentioned the beach, right? It's, we don't have any neighbors uh, with, we, within the area because we were a long time there. So that's also unique. You can just walk for miles, kilometers or miles, still don't know what to say, but let's say kilometers. Uh, uh, through the beach or just be relaxed and enjoying the, the, the site. There's something that I nobody mentioned it, and I think it's going to be the first, but if you ask me what I like the most here is the sky, is the is the cloud formations, is the the nightly, because I've been seeing pictures right now, right, of how, how everything looks 
uh, today, but that's that's a day for like every day is a spectacle. Even if you are in the morning, you were in the middle afternoon, it just turns to red, blue, purple colors, then to go to this amazing night because there is there is no much population. It's the hotels and the houses where we live. That's it. <laughs> amazing and. Um... Jazz, who's listening right now, has said that she's been to your uh, Dreams Resort and um, says it's amazing and took her kids and the daily entertainment apparently was amazing. Yeah, they, those guys, you have to have... You, when you find guys with that type of energy, they wake up at 7, they start doing the stretching classes, the yoga classes, then you see the, the afternoon doing the guacamole lessons and the dancing, salsa, and then they, you, you find them hosting the nightly event, you say how these guys do it, because they are having fun and they are uh, uh, enjoying what they're looking at. It's hard to be in the sun all day, but they do it brilliantly. That's something that I had to stand up for that hotel is the entertainment staff that they they, they usually say for a hotel is, is the food and, and the room, but then the entertainment put that cherry on the top of the cake. And looking at, I mean, I'm looking at your website right now and there's looks like fire, entertainment, fire walk, not, I don't know what you call that, fire, breathing, fire, art. Well, fire show, you can say it like that. Then you yeah. <laughs> have to worry about it. What do we have? Fire show one night. We had uh, uh, dancing, uh, Mexican. We have even have wrestlers in their uh, like, location, like, for example, or Independence Days. We, we set up a wrestling match with Mexican wrestlers. You know that, right? It, it gets there how crazy we are <laughs> with our culture. And Lauren, when you stayed, where, did, where um, do you remember which hotels you stayed in? Um, yeah, so we were actually closer to the airport, so it wasn't in any of the big resorts or anything like that. We stayed in a Marriott crew hotel, so to actually go anywhere to get into Cancun or anything, it was like a 20-minute taxi ride, so... Yeah, not one of the Dreams ones, unfortunately, although I would love to go to the Dreams to Lim Resort and Spa. It does oh, look amazing. You let me know. You have my contact now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell okay. anyone any contact details. I'll all be asking. <laughs> yeah. So right. I, I was looking up. I um, I stayed at the Hard Rock uh, for a few nights, which was amazing, the Hard Rock, um, which I, in my head I had pictured, you know, Hard Rock Cafe. It is very much like a Hard Rock Cafe, but on a much bigger scale with lots of uh, live entertainment, music, very, very lively. Um, quite sort of, although it's very family orientated, it's quite loud um, in a nice way. Lots of music, very focused. And then a few nights in the Unico, uh, which... Um, was brilliant it's a very green eco-friendly hotel and um i think when we arrived everyone said wow this is uh, the most amazing hotel i've ever stayed in but i get the feeling if you tour around and go and stay at somewhere like dreams saloon resort and spa you're going to say exactly the same about that hotel because all the hotels look absolutely amazing yeah we all the hotels we have certification on on social sustainability and care of the of the environment so every AM Resort Hotel has that certification uh, through Rainforest Alliance, it's, it's, if I can say that. Uh, so we are all about the nature. It's part of the tourism. It's part of what we like. It's, it's how we're looking in the future, right? especially now. So everyone is just very conscious about that in all the hotels. Our hotels, again, in Dreams to Loom is that we are a part of the natural park. So we had to fill that and a tons more requirements that has made us unique among the, the, the brand and the hotels in the destination. So for anyone looking to go, 
Um, is it the sort of holiday you want to plan and script before you go, or is it the sort of holiday you can just turn up and organize things when you get there? Well, I will say I'm a planner. When I travel, I love to travel, and I am a planner. I have everything. I, I, I try to do as much as I can do in my head because I take my family, so I don't want to to have that discussion over I I, <laughs> I put the rules, and that's it. But you can plan ahead because you can say what days you want to go. One of the services of the hotel are the concierge services. So you even if you go blank, you can sit with these guys at the front desk, at the at the main lobby, where they're located, and then you can start planning your vacation. And then you have the tour desk that they can take you, uh, arrange all of the other um, activities you want to do. And I forget to mention, but there's a lot of parks like Escaret and Chalha, Choshimilco that this this it also adds a lot to the offer because they are they're a mix within the natural. Um, offer that I just mentioned, but they also are in a very easy access park. You have your food, you have your drink, you have everything guys from us, right? This has amazing shows and and park. Chelha is more natural and Choshimilco is basically going to a boat with your friends and drink tequila and beers until they drop you off <laughs> a couple of hours later. Lawrence, so you should do that. It's a couple of hours. You mentioned Excrat. Excrat. So no, I think I've been there. If it's the, the same place we're talking about, this is the one which has the street you walk through, which you're not sure if you're going up or down. No, that's that's a new one. That's census. Okay. That's a, it, 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 it. It's precisely to to play with your senses. That's what was for the name. It's, it's next to it, so it's next to it. Correct. Okay, so the one I've been to then, X senses. Um, Seemed like a strange choice for us to go because I thought, well, am I going to go all the way to uh, uh, Cancun to go to what initially looked like a bit of a theme park? But wow, what a day out. Um, it really does mess with your mind. Um, it, just one particular bit, for example, you literally you walk through a waterfall, which is a great way of starting the, the experience. And then you walk through a street and how they've done it, I, I don't know. Um, but you're walking along and you, the river's running up and you're walking down. Um, and it's just so surreal. Have you, have you been there? Yeah, I've been there, but it's 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 not my favorite. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer to get dizzy so, uh, yeah. another way. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I thought it was amazing. It's definitely worth a, a trip to go to. So what's the, the uh, Excret, the one that you mentioned? Excret is the first one. It's the most iconic. This one is it's a huge area that it combines uh, the natural places. They have a, a small access to the beach. Uh, but they have museum, they have butterflies, they have a big tower so you can see the, the entire destination. Then you get to the aquarium, and or you can go to a, a representation of a Mayan city, and then you go through the rivers, and there is a river that goes through all the park. So if that's not enough, at night they have amazing shows, like a Mayan show and a Mexican show that's too close of the night. So that's uh, very complete and very famous. Uh, place to go and it's we're in the destination too this is, this so, is the next supply El Carmen Judy has from the audience uh, has said that she's been and she's been zip lining over the jungle yeah that that's my point precisely how, how do I cover everything you have zip lining <laughs> you have ATV tours you have a crocodile uh, uh, museum you have a jungle uh, monkey tour it's amazing and even the even there isn't even a Cirque du Soleil that is still here all year round. So imagine that. Wow. 
other top destination, other top attractions you might want to go to? Yes, I, I, I think that's uh, Escaradis a most, and then all the other parts from, from that group is are very are very good. Chelha and Chochimilco, like again, Chochimilco is like a, a night go through a small boat and then you go and have your little fiesta, how we say it, right, with your friends. It's good when you go in a crew. I was thinking of Lauren <laughs> because of that. Uh, but then you can go to where the other parks. Again, the good thing to do or, 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 or a tip that I can give to you is that you don't have to go to one in particular. You maybe do the one closer to your where you're staying, to your resort. So that way you can do morning and then you can enjoy the beach and the pool and the drinks in the hotel. You I have to find say, options. despite Sorry. never actually being to Excrete or anything like that, I know how amazing it is. Back when I used to be a travel agent sell holidays, anyone that I flew to Mexico, I told them you have to go there because my friends that had been just raved about it so much and just said how incredible it was. And it was just a fantastic day out to do. Well, there you go. Next, next show, we can do it from, from the hotel, Trevor and Lauren. <laughs> can set it up for you guys. <laughs> Definitely, I have a for that. Is there a, a particular good time of year to go, or is it an all-year-round destination? It's an all-year-round. We are in the eternal summer. Uh, July, August is going to be the hottest uh, months, and December, January, February is going to be the coldest. But by coldest, it's still you have to wear a little small sweater at night, and that's it, right? You can still go to the pools on the beach. And I think comparing to, to other places, this is heaven. So you can do it year round. And there's a special month for me that are beautiful, again, because of the sky and the moons. It's October, March. When you are in the middle of the seasons, then you can also have like a, a, a small way. It's not too hot, not too cold, not too everything. But it's a year round. We have clients here, massive clients <laughs> for all the planet. Uh, is it a very humid destination? It's a humid destination. Uh, it's a jungle destination. So... It's pack your pack your, your bug repellent. That's, that's a tip that I also mentioned. Uh, but when you are in the pool or the cenotes or visiting the beach, it's, it's, it's bad for me because I had to work here. I had to put on a uniform every single day and then not seeing the beach or the pool as much as I liked. But when you're here, even in the hotter day, you just spend your time on the beach and that's it. I can vouch for the weather there as well. I did about six, seven trips there and only once did we have rain. And I went during our summertime, which sometimes people think the weather over in Mexico isn't as good, but it was honestly boiling hot every single time except once. So definitely agree it's an all year round destination. So Luis, for someone looking to go to Cancun, have you got any kind of top tips that they should do other than going for more than 24 hours? Yes. Uh, well, my first one that I, I, I have to tell you, I used to work as a concierge. So I was the, the, one of the guys that give you all these tips. So my first tip, I always say that if you are confident, get a car. Because by getting a car, you can get to any single of these places that I just mentioned. Uh, you are on your own. You don't have to wait for other people. Sometimes the tours is very good for the, you can get a tour and then you get everything to, you, without you thinking about doing it. But when you have a car, you decide you go to Playa and then you go Cenote and then have somewhere to put your stuff and then jump to one of the beaches in, in the in the area you're visiting. Uh, not sure how the driving difference between the cars over here is going to change that for, for Britons. But uh, definitely is a must if you want to 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 cover a lot of time a lot of things in your own time definitely and 
Do you say there's any kind of like local restaurants or anything that you know of that you'd recommend for people to try that may be like hidden gems and wouldn't necessarily know about? Yes. Um, in Well, I, 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 it will not be fair to mention uh, just one single out, but if you were to play El Carmen, you had to have lunch in the Fifth Avenue. That's that's a must. This, the Fifth Avenue is where you're going to find restaurants, bars, uh, the stores, but 12th Avenue is like the center of everything in the in, in there, so you can find a lot of good options. You can name uh, branded names from restaurants, or you can find uh, small small stores or small restaurant that you also want to find a surprise when you're there. But I definitely even for that, I I recommend to go to the downtowns of the locals area and just ask around, ask around. Somebody's gonna tell you their favorite fish or their favorite torta. A torta is like a sandwich. It was like a, a pork sandwich it's called cochinita, and in Tulum and in in Playa del Carmen, that's where we feed. <laughs> that's where we that's that's where it comes to to our craving. That's where we go now. After 13 years, I think something's attached to you, right? So going out and about really isn't a problem. That's what I'm hearing. It's uh, a lot of people when they travel, they get a little bit nervous, but it sounds like going out and about really is just a breeze. Yes, it's, it's again, it's just one straight main highway between all the parks and the restaurants and the small town that I mentioned. It's a little bit going to be a little bit more challenging if you go along, for example, to Chichen Itza or to the Cobar ruins that are uh, two hours to go to Chichen Itza, then you get the tour, so you can rest while you're doing there. They usually put a cenote and uh, a lunch break in one of the towns going to Chichen Itza, so that's good if you do it that way. You're an adventurer, you want to do it yourself, you can do it by yourself, of course, uh, but everything else you just want to find on around. Uh, and in Tulum, definitely, I had to say, you had to go to the coastline. A lot of people, what they do is get a bike, in downtown and then go by bike. It's, it's not a long distance and it's not a long corridor, but it's the way that the Tulum people do it. And that's nice. You wanna see, so that you go on a car, you're gonna be missing something when you're gonna bike, you just stand there, get an ice cream, get uh, well, a cerveza, obviously you're not driving. <laughs> and then uh, just walk around and get into these amazing boutique resorts, boutique uh, small hotels, or just these new and crazy bars that are there. And one of the things we haven't mentioned, but uh, I've seen on your website is something that must be quite popular. And I know of other people have done it is uh, getting married overseas in Cancun. Yes, that is a very, very popular thing of destinations. Uh, the Hotel and Dreams Tulum, we have around 250 to 300 weddings a year. Wow. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, but this is, uh, we have different location. We have a beachfront location. We have beautiful lush gardens to do it. Uh, decks above there, the, one of the restaurants at Sunset Deck that we have there that you can perform weddings to. And it's very popular because we take care of every single details. You choose your hotel, the right contact or wedding coordinator, and that's it. They don't have to worry about anything. We're going to sort out any kind of questions. We're going to give you options to what kind of flower, what type of music, what, how, how long should you be doing your planning your, your entire day? You want to do previews, uh, rehearsal, everything. So it, it, get, it got very popular. The picture gets amazing. People, when you invite, it's not like you just invite it to one day, you invite it for a week, maybe they're gonna take advantage of that. They're gonna make their vacation. So they, they 
they get to see their friend or their family family get married and then they get to to experience this amazing destination it's very very popular amazing and it i mean looks stunning just on the photos i'm looking at but um, what a great place to to tie the knot and have make some memories yes and so, i do think it's worth it um a few questions just from the, uh, the the team listening in right now. Um, obviously, getting married overseas, that is a, uh, a memorable event, you'd like to think. Uh, but um, let's see who said this. Um, ooh, uh, Sam has said when they first went uh, to Mexico, they swam with whale sharks. Um, and it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Any other sort of once-in-a-lifetime experiences you recommend like that? Uh, I feel bad because it's... They, it's... Yeah, I selected some things to say today, and everybody just saying me the, the next best thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> World Shark is amazing. They have you had to take a very long tour, but you get there. But uh, Akumal, definitely you, you can go and swim with the turtles. You can swim dolphins too in, in some certain areas. But that whale shark is, I think, if you are an extreme adventurous, because these things are like puppies of the size of a building, right? So it's hard to say that this is not going to do anything to you because we all see movies and Pinocchio and stuff. So <laughs> then you, you go to, to, to okay, they, they push you out of the boat and then you swing with that and try to catch it. It's it's, it's amazing. It's as crazy as it sounds. It's a big whale, but they only eat uh, plants. So you're very safe you, if I had to mention it. I love that you compared them to puppies. That's amazing. <laughs> it's very, well, you, you, you had to... to really know how to swim and to really get the nerve to get close to it most of us we just go down see it a little bit say that's it thank you i have it i did it and go back to the boat oh no you've got to get in there with them and jazz uh, yeah. is saying that um her girls swam with dolphins in their resort yeah that's another uh, another option too and they are they are friendly that they are puppies <laughs> they are sea puppets puppies uh, over here and they uh, you got that option too but unique, I think you had to go out and snorkel too. And, and, and you snorkel in the, or if you want to learn, you can have like a quick, uh, very fast, I discover is the name of the diving process. You, you make a class of like a discovery. So they give you like a few minutes with the, with the diving gear. And if you go to us another to do that, this is another world. Like people that do it, divers that do diving here in the Cenotes is because they, it's like transporting them to another world. Um, so that's that's amazing. To even just go to it, you're gonna see a lot of beautiful things. But when you go down to this, these formations, it's it's been like in the underground, in the underworld. So I don't know. It's it's. I have a lot of friends that are divers when I first arrived here, and they are uh, very very very. Uh, they like it a lot. I've actually got a diving qualification, so that's a place to add to go diving. Oh, for sure. You can do it on the ocean, you can do it on the cenotes, and then you can do your complete certifications. And these guys, they these guys have the very tips to, to give you where to have local food. That's for sure. Incredible. I get the feeling we're not going to see you in the office much, Lauren. Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico. So uh, any final thoughts, Lauren, uh, before we wrap up? No, to be honest with you, as Louis said, there's just so much you could do there. You look at some of the attractions that we've spoken about and there's just so much more to go and explore. And it's easy to see why this is one of the destinations that people will go back to again. A lot of people kind of go for 11 to 14 nights and then they'll go back again because they haven't managed to fit in everything that they want to do. So get booking. 
And any other final thoughts from you, Lewis, on um, any sort of just parting words of wisdom? Well, that um, I just said, come to find out about yourself. I can I can talk for hours and still not get to to, <laughs> to the full station of what this destination is. There's amazing resort, amazing product, but you want to find that this is more. I don't know how to say it, but we, we, when we think in a country, out of our country, we just think one or two things. And then you see that all the countries like that, this part of the countries, the Mexican Caribbean and the Cancun destination, it's, it's a play by itself. And it has so many wonders and so many uh, uh, places that you can go and have fun that I'm still doing it. I'm still trying to, to collect more, more tips for you and for, to, to be still finding more about of what to do here. Amazing. Well, thank you for joining us today. I'm going to sum up by saying I've been, I thought it was the most amazing place and the people are amazing. The, the whole scenery, the, I love beaches and I love the jungle. So it was just like the perfect destination. But in summary, I'm going to use Sam's word, who's in the audience today, who says they've been twice and it's one of their favorite countries in the entire world. So amazing. Thank you for joining us today. We hope uh, lots of people decide to uh, visit Cancun as soon as uh, everyone's out of lockdown and traveling the world again. So thank you very much, Luis. Thank to you. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. The Travel Podcast is sponsored by Not Just Travel, where it's not just travel, it's a way of life. We hope you liked this podcast. And if you did, please tell your friends, but also take a moment to rate us on iTunes as it helps spread the word. Word, word. Thanks for listening.